Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC Fight Night 177, which was headlined by Michelle Watterson, who defeated Angela Hill by split decision. Very close fight. Honestly, um, I had to watch it again just to see what exactly happened because, okay, the first two rounds for me, I thought Angela Hill won it, and then when it got to rounds... When it got to round three, the momentum was shifting to Michelle Watterson because she took the fight down, and that continued in round four. And uh, five, it was pretty close. You could give that fifth round to Angela Hill, but um, you could also give it to Michelle Watterson. All in all, it was a very close fight. To be honest, at the end of it, I thought it was going to be a draw. I thought it was that close where I would have been okay with a draw as the decision, but... Michelle Watterson, she walked away as the winner um, after five rounds of fighting. Sucks for Angela Hill because this is her second fight in a row where she was so close to winning, but she just couldn't get the win. It seems like she just doesn't pull the trigger to get the win. And I feel like she has it in her. She's just probably not there yet, but soon because if she's going to be fighting against the top straw weights and come out of these fights and they're very close fights if that's going to be happening yeah it sucks that she's losing but at the at the same time it's pretty impressive like these are fights that could have went her way if she just does one little thing to just kind of switch everything up and maybe i don't know go for the finish more i know that's easier said than done but if she could do that more she could be a serious problem. I think she's already on the trajectory of doing that, even though she's on like a two-fight losing streak. I still think, I still have a lot of hope for Angela Hill. I think um, she's going to do a lot of great things. So I'm looking forward to what's next for Angela Hill. But Michelle Watterson, that's a great win for her. Who do I think she's going to fight next? Honestly, Maybe like a Tatiana Suarez. I think a Tatiana Suarez type of fight would be good for her at this point. She earned it after this win. And um, overall, let me give you my uh, rating on this card. I actually really did enjoy this card. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. It was a really good fight night card. The co-main event, Atman as Azetar. Atman Azetar, he defeated... Kamalworthy and was Kamalworthy undefeated prior to this fight? No, he wasn't. But he was on a pretty good fight, uh, fight streak, and that got snapped by Otman, who knocked him out in under two minutes, and it was really impressive, man. Like I think Otman, he is someone to start looking at in the lightweight division because that was a very impressive win by him, and I wonder who they should put him against. Maybe like a a Benil Dariush, that would be a fun fight between both of those guys. But I like Benil too, so I don't want <laughs> I don't want Benil to lose a fight. I don't want this guy, Otman Azatar, to lose a fight. So I don't know. Maybe that's not the, <laughs> the greatest idea. Um, some other fights that I would like to point out. The Ed Herman fight against Mike Rodriguez. That was crazy because Ed Herman was basically out. You know, like he got, he was 
about to be finished and then the ref basically stopped it and then ed herman went on to win the fight by kimura in the third round and i feel bad for mike rodriguez because that was basically his win that was his fight to win he won that fight and somehow he left the cage as the loser so that sucked but good win for ed herman for him to survive that early onslaught from mike rodriguez that's very impressive especially considering how long ed herman has been doing this uh bobby green very impressive win by bobby green he defeated alan patrick by unanimous decision clear three round unanimous decision he looked good on the feet and on the ground he took the fight down and was basically out wrestling him for most of it very impressed by bobby green and i'm also happy not happy but I kind of appreciate how he he didn't even dedicate his post-fight interview to that guy in Iran who got executed, but he basically did in a way by saying, I'm just so sad right now that this man just got killed. It doesn't matter about me right now. Who cares? Even Mike Bisping, he was like, okay, let's talk about your performance. But Bobby Green was like, no, man, like that doesn't even matter. A guy just got killed. And it's crazy. That was one of those moments in life where you realize how a man's performance in a cage would rather be spoken about than another man who got murdered by the government. It's just, um, but Bobby Green, I feel like he handled that situation so well. So I have to give him a shout out for that in itself but also the impressive performance and speaking of impressive performance billy quarantillo this guy man we, we got to start uh keeping an an eye on billy Quar quarantillo because this guy is impressive he's tough he survived the early onslaught by by kyle nelson and then went on to knock him out early in the third round it was uh a very impressive performance by billy man i'm excited to see who he's gonna fight next he's in the featherweight division so i don't know who they would give him but maybe the loser of <laughs> i was gonna say the loser of chan sung jung and brian ortega but i think that's too soon maybe like hmm they should give him like a loser of like uh maybe a zabit versus um what's his name versus Yair Rodriguez, the loser of that fight, Billy should fight. Because I, I think he, he's impressive, man. I was impressed with his performance in this fight. Going to the prelims, a lot of impressive performances as well. Kevin Kroom, he got a nice guillotine choke after dropping Roosevelt Roberts. I was also impressed with Alexander Romanov, nice triangle choke. Jalen Turner, that was a nice uh, rear naked choke against Brock uh, Re uh, Weaver as well and brian barbarina this guy every fight he gets in just like turns into a slugfest somehow i don't know why but that's the way he fights and he i think that's just gonna be the game plan for the rest of his career just to get in dog fights and he defeated anthony ivy by unanimous decision it could have been fight of the night in my opinion but there was other very great fights as well so sucks that Michelle Watterson and Angela Hill happened. That was an amazing fight. So that one deserved fight of the night. But um, 
the one I was most impressed with in the prelims, I was really impressed with Sajara Eubanks. She defeated Julia Avila by unanimous decision. And honestly, I thought Julia Avila was going to win because she looked good in her last fight. There's a lot of hype behind her after that victory. But Sajara Eubanks, man, she always comes to show up and just find the win, especially when she's the heavy underdog in fights. So congratulations congratulations to Sajara for winning that fight. Otherwise, very solid fight night card. <laughs> I'm uh, happy it was good because, like I said, it's really hard to have good cards consistently, especially with the amount of fight cards the UFC has been putting recently. And speaking of that, the next one is going to be Kobe Covington versus Tyron Woodley at UFC Fight Night 178. That's going to be a very fun fight. And in fact, this entire card is going to be very fun. So I'll give you some of my predictions. Kobe Covington Covington versus Tyron Woodley. What's my prediction for that fight? I love Tyron Woodley, man. One of my favorite champions, to be honest. I think uh, the second greatest welterweight of all time. But that's up for debate as well. He just, it just, for me, it seems like he had, he's lost it. He doesn't have it anymore after the fights against Kamaru Usman and Gilbert Burns. It's hard to see him winning this fight against Kobe Covington, who's just looked so good. And even in his loss against Kamaru Usman, Kobe Covington looked amazing still it could have been his fight had he not got finished in the fifth round so I'm going Kobe Covington by decision or honestly I could see a stoppage too as well maybe late in the fourth or fifth round but I'm gonna go Kobe Covington by decision for this one in the co-main event we have Donald Cerrone versus Nico Price this is another very exciting fight and deserves the co-main event spot in my opinion Nico Price It's crazy how he's not in the top 10. Like, this guy is so good. But there's so many welterweights as well that I find crazy. I find it crazy that they're not in the top 10. So, Nico Price has a big task ahead of him in Donald Cerrone. Long-time veteran in the UFC. Coming back from the lightweight division, going into welterweight. Fighting Nico Price. This is going to (laughs) be... I think it's going to be a good fight or it could end really quickly. And to be honest, I think Nico Price is going to be winning this fight quickly. First round TKO. That's going to be my prediction for this one. Kamzat Chemaev, he's coming back, man. And he's going to be fight, fighting Gerald Mirsch. Mirsch? <laughs> Mirsch. Ah, oh, man. I heard his name, too, the other day. Gerald Mir Mirschkert. Mishkert? Man, it sucks that I can't pronounce his last name. But Gerald, man. I looked at his record. I looked at his previous fights. He does have the record for most submission wins in the middleweight division. And that's... We haven't seen Kamzat fight someone with such submission skills. So this should be an interesting fight. It's interesting as well how they booked Kamzat's second fight against Damian Maya even though he has this fight against Gerald. 
Mieszke. Mierschart? Man, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But um, it sucks that Gerald is being overlooked heavily in this fight, not just by fans, but by the promotion for them to book that Damian Maya fight prior to this one, even though there's no result to it yet. Kind of disrespectful, I'm not going to lie. But I do think Kamzat Chemaev is going to win this fight. I would say... Hmm. I could see a go uh, decision or a finish, maybe a second round finish by ground and pound. Or even in the first. See, with him, I, I just... It's really hard to not see him be dominant in a fight right now at this point in his career. So... I'm going to say second round TKO by Kamzat Chemaev. Johnny Walker, he's going to be on this card as well. He's going to be fighting Ryan Spahn. Hmm. I actually wonder who's going to win that one. Ryan Spahn. He's on a pretty good win streak coming off that win against Sam Alvey. Um, Johnny Walker, he lost two in a row, right? Is that what happened? He might be able to come back and beat Ryan Spann, but ooh, that's a hard one for him. I'm going to have to go Ryan Spann. I think he's going to win by unanimous decision. That's going to be my pick. Um, otherwise, that's probably all I can give you for predictions on this card. Give me your predictions. Let me know what you think for this fight night, UFC Fight Night 178. Give me your your calls for the fight. How is it going to go down? What did you think about last week's card? UFC Fight Night 177. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Let me know. Thank you for listening once again. Have a good week. Bye-bye.